This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Onliners Podcast, a podcast that dives deeper into the exciting world of online education. Featuring myself, Kirsten, and my colleague and good friend, Cody. Hi, everyone. We are two higher education professionals at Trine Online, a team within Trine University located in Angola, Indiana. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to the Onliners podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Today, Cody and I are going to be talking about how we as educators can create opportunities for students that involve real-world application. As educators, we have the honor of providing students with real-world experiences, but in a safe educational environment. Real-world application is a way for students to bring industry-relevant ideas, experiences, or challenges to the classroom and safely work through them with you as their guide. Many of our students are already working in their field and can bring real-life situations to the classroom that can be taken and applied back to their industries. For other students not already working in their field, this gives them a great opportunity to learn how to handle real-world situations for when they do eventually enter into their chosen career. When we introduce real-world applications that are relevant to the content, we can motivate our students. Designing these scenarios is not always easy, as you have to be creative at times. Thankfully, here at Trine, we have staff to help our online faculty design these opportunities so that they align with the learning objectives of the course. Yeah, and so today what we're going to do is we're going to share 10 strategies to help you connect learning objectives to life experiences. And the first idea is connecting the content with student interest. Are there student athletes in your course? Ask them to connect the math they are learning in the course with their athletics. Or if the students are interested in true crime, while they are also studying criminal justice, ask them to report on the podcast, television show, Instagram influencer, or YouTube channel. This aligns their interests with their education, and it's fun to debunk your favorite TV show or movie. I remember in my undergraduate psychology program, I took a psychology course. In this course, we had a video assignment. For this assignment, we were asked to choose one of the following movies to view in its entirety. Option one was A Beautiful Mind. Option two was As Good As It Gets. Option three, Primal Fear. Option four, The Soloist. And option five, Nell. Then we were told in each movie there is one character who displays symptoms of a psychological disorder. Some symptoms are obvious while others are not as clear. We were then asked as students to type a one to two page summary of the movie addressing the issues listed below. One, we had to identify the specific disorders realized from the character's portrayal of it. Two, we had to identify the character who displayed the disorder. Three, we had to indicate the specific symptoms of the disorder as portrayed by the actor and make sure to include the more subtle symptoms. Then we were asked to explain how the disorder impacts the character's life, including the impact on other characters' lives as well. And lastly, we were asked to indicate what we learned about the disorder by the manner in which it was portrayed in the movie. I still remember this assignment and the impact watching A Beautiful Mind had on me as an undergraduate psychology major. Watching this movie evaluating the characters from this perspective was a very eye-opening experience for me. So, what is your favorite show, movie, or podcast? Or do you have a favorite social media creator? Is there a way that you can connect your course content 
specifically the course learning outcomes, to your favorite entertainment. Accounting could relate to the Patreon accounts of YouTube stars and the management of those funds. Are those medical shows accurate? We all know they're probably not. Identify the plot holes with knowledge and explore them. What is the psychology of those Instagram posts? The next strategy is to connect the materials with students' experiences. This is like an insider's perspective. Students who are multilingual or have experienced other cultures firsthand could possibly have unique experiences to share that connect to the content you are teaching. Or perhaps you have a business student who is interested in management because they grew up working for their family's small business, or maybe they still do work for their small business. This student may be able to share real insight on how the family business capitalized on their competitor's weaknesses, a scenario that wasn't provided in the course textbook. There are opportunities to make your course content relevant and meaningful for students. You just have to create them. Yeah, and there are even great options for connecting content with significant issues to show real-life applicability. Current events regarding health, diversity, poverty are ever-present in media and hot topics for conversations. Connecting content to some of these ideas brings a relevancy to the course materials and offers the chance for students to explore the issues they hear so much about in the media. Another option is asking them to analyze the social, political, and economic influences of different acts and laws. Students can then apply this knowledge to other comparable laws. However, these are sensitive topics, so be sure to stay neutral and also ensure that students in your online courses follow proper online etiquette when discussing these sensitive topics. Those are great strategies, Kirsten. I can think of another one. Perhaps you could have students engage in an informational interview with individuals in the field to understand their perspectives. Think about, you know, interviewing a probation officer or a police officer in the criminal justice sector. That will really make things real for the student, and this could be a powerful lesson. You might ask students in a psychology of addictions class to attend an AA meeting. Of course, you know, you're going to want to make sure that students understand the parameters to make sure that they seek approval of this before attending, but this can also be a very valuable lesson for them. Or maybe you know the owner of a small business who needs some marketing help. You could have your marketing students do a project to help the small business while helping your students learn valuable skills. Both of these options offer new perspectives on content, but also connect students to real-life applications of their learning. The opportunity to analyze the roles and positions of individuals and community groups that could affect a condition, problem, or need develops a wider, more holistic understanding. Students can hypothesize cause and effect relationships after this investigation. I keep thinking of more avenues for connection like math and its relationship to healthcare, psychology and its relationship to politics, business and its relationship to many other fields. The possibilities are really endless. You're so right, Cody. As an advisor, I have many times heard students fearful of taking their required math courses. But what if we made math more interesting and engaging? I am going to call out one of our rock star instructors at Trine. Tom Smead is an online math instructor at Trine who has recently incorporated authentic scenarios into his weekly statistics discussion forums to make them more interesting. Here is an example of a discussion forum he has created. Imagine that you are asked to determine students' opinions at Trine about a potential change in the Trine Online delivery format. Describe how you would go about getting a sample of each of the following. Simple, random sample, stratified sample, sample of convenience, 
and a voluntary sample. List and describe three examples of qualitative data and three examples of quantitative data from your world. These types of real-world application assignments can really make your online courses more meaningful for students. As online instructors, we all want a student to think back to the project they had in our class many years down the road as a valuable learning experience. So we are almost to the end of the list with just a few more ideas to consider as you move forward. Now let's turn down a track where the opportunities haven't been created yet. Perhaps you could ask students how to consider how they can take your course materials and invent ways to improve the real world. Is there a local political issue or regulation they can research and develop a case about? From drugs to violence, healthcare, and others, there are many opportunities where courses at Trine and other institutions can become civic lessons. Students can debate and develop recordings via public access television as a possibility. Really in-depth processes may prove to be beneficial as well. Students can compare scientific facts and emotional opinions regarding cases and laws, as well as the media related to those issues. Another idea is to develop a proposed amendment to an act then model a session of legislature. Students would then follow the legislative process by which a law is amended. The comparison of different administrations or CEOs demonstrates the benefits and consequences of diverse leadership strategies. And here are some more ideas. What if a student made their own content on the issues discussed in the class? Could a YouTube channel be created? Is there an organization accepting proposals for new content, new presentations, new whatever? Ask your students to submit their ideas to the contest. Are there relevant grants or scholarships? While collaborating with technology designers and media professionals on campus, students have the potential to develop new content about issues they are interested in or studying in class. The possibilities really are endless. At Trine, we have an innovation challenge. Students online or at campus are able to submit innovative ideas they have. This provides students an opportunity to solve real-life issues in their trying courses and earn cash prizes through the challenge. Proposals for the challenge can include projects they have already worked on in their classes. So do you have a course where they can create or design something that is entirely an original thought? Case studies are also great to learn skills that have a real-life applicability. In psychology, students are assigned a disorder from the DSMV and then have to build a case study applying what they know about the disorder. It would be entirely fictional, but a great learning experience nonetheless, especially when considering the intervention they would propose for their fictitious client. Finance can also be a multifaceted opportunity for learning. Students may develop their own mutual funds, create stocks, portfolios, and follow them for weeks. Or they could develop content to promote their mutual funds too. There really are no limits on what can be done to connect learning to real-life situations. Cody, you just mentioned portfolios, and portfolios are an incredible idea. Let's look at that a different way. What if educators prepared their students for a job by aiding them in the development of a portfolio that they can demonstrate their capabilities, competencies, and eventually over time, their growth as a professional? That is another great idea, Kirsten. I actually completed an e-portfolio as a requirement in my graduate program. It was essentially a website that I created which demonstrates evidence of my competencies, knowledge, and skills in a variety of distance education contexts. The purpose of the e-portfolio was to support my advancement in the field of distance education. There's a great recipe for action created by the Council for Environmental Education that goes something like this. 
Combine one bunch of students with equal amounts of solid planning, positive attitude, and creative thinking. Next, fortify a mixture with dashes of guidance, as needed of course, and allow it all to blend. As excitement comes to a boil, add liberal quantities of encouragement. Then you will want to throw in pinches of patience, flexibility, and persistence at regular intervals and sprinkle entire combination with an atmosphere of fun. When recipe bears fruit, share results with others. Serves all involved and serves them well. Continue to serve indefinitely. I love this recipe. It's a great recipe that all students have the potential to benefit from. I also like the five B's for student success. Be prepared, be positive, be respectful, be persistent, and be flexible. We hope that you are able to apply a few of these ideas to your teaching practice in the future. Well, that's it for today. If you have ideas about this podcast or suggestions for future content, please contact us at theonlineers at trying.edu or follow us on Facebook at The Onlineers Podcast. We would love to hear from you. We appreciate all of you listening to the podcast, and we really hope you found this episode meaningful for your own practices. The research used to support this content will be available on the podcast site at theonliners.transistor.fm. We will be back soon with another episode. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network. Learn more at trine.edu.